Welcome to today's podcast of Spiritual Awakening Radio. It says in the Gospel of Thomas, saying 17, What your own eyes cannot see, your human ears do not hear, your physical hands cannot touch, and what is inconceivable to the human mind, that I will give to you. That's a great definition, a great description of what initiation is. The revelation of the spiritual practices as imparted by a living spiritual teacher to his or her students. When we honor living saints, living mystics, living teachers, We are honoring all the great saints and mystics and masters of the past because that's what they really were. They were not words confined to manuscripts in ancient writings. They were living people, living teachers with living students. On today's program, the dangers of confirmation bias and spiritual complacency. I remember laughing so hard when I heard a stand-up comic once doing a bit saying, I play the guitar better than Jimi Hendrix, cause he's dead. Funny, yes, but you know they do make a good point, which I remember pondering at the time. Applying that to the subject of spirituality, spiritual seeking, growth, and the opportunity for change. As wonderful as world scriptures and the writings of past mystics might be, they are no substitute for a living spiritual path with us now in the world today, or being mentored by living spiritual teachers in the here and now. When we read one of our favorite spiritual books, perhaps representing the writings of some author who lived decades ago, centuries ago, or scriptures composed millennia ago, these old writings in some sense are held prisoner by what we ourselves are willing or able to see, what we ourselves are willing or able to see. Typically human beings have no awareness beyond their current state of consciousness. We see what we already know and anything beyond remains invisible to us. There's always the danger of making best-selling spiritual books, writings from saints of the past, or scriptures into sock puppet gurus telling us what we want to hear. If we just unknowingly live with our blind spots, The sages of the ages will never disagree with us. The sages of the ages will never disagree with anything that we already believe. We'll never push our boundaries. Just parrot back to us. Just reflect back to us what we think we already know. On the outside in search of within. In many cases, spiritual movements and mystic schools of spirituality are no longer with us, are defunct. Or we may find examples of groups and orders that are still around but in name only. 
have been corrupted over time, no longer have any one with spiritual experience. No one having any luck at all with spiritual practice. No longer what they once were. If spiritual experience is the desired goal, going on an archaeological dig, sifting through the sands of time, looking for wisdom in the past is not going to help. Looking backwards in time isn't the answer, but finding a living spirituality available to us in the here and now. I remember so well looking through my collection of mystic books and Nag Hammadi codices, realizing that I had reached a kind of dead end, a sense that no further progress can be made without contact with a living version of those paths with us now, in the 21st century. A living Gnosis now, a living mystic school of spirituality, not during the Middle Ages, not during the 2nd century AD, but now. The actual spiritual practices East and West are typically never written down anyway but remain private communications only between master and disciple on a need-to-know basis. The actual spiritual practices of all of these saints and mystics, you can't find that in their writings. That's a kind of secret affair, an initiation into the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, only between master and disciple. With past saints, we can't sit at their feet we can't ask questions, we can't take notes or learn from them the secrets of contemplative meditation practice. Gospel of Thomas saying 52, Seek to see the living one. Seek to see the living one while you are alive, lest you die and then try to behold that one and you will be unable to see. Rather than a vain attempt to figure out the methods of meditation by randomly perusing through old writings and scriptures of those who have left the body decades or centuries ago, speculating on what their meditation techniques might have been. In Santmat, the path of the masters, the path of the mystics, the path of the saints, the methods of sadhana or spiritual practice are directly communicated from one generation to the next via the living masters of the time. The following is a satsang discourse by Swami Sant Seviji Maharaj to be found in his book The Harmony of All Religions, published by Maharishi Mehi Ashram. Swami Sansaviji, as long as we are so deluded because of our ignorance, we are unable to have direct knowledge of the divine. We are unable to have direct knowledge of the divine. Through the senses we recognize the body, but we cannot recognize the soul through these same senses. We declare that our physical possessions are ours, but even 
As we claim this, we realize they are not really part of us. The truth is, we are not these possessions. We are different from these things. Similarly, when we say, my hand, my eyes, my nose, and so forth, we do not mean that we are those body parts. Of course, we do not mean that. They are all ours, and we are the owner. We then ask how we can recognize the divine soul. The answer lies in this illustration given by various saints. During deep sleep, we are unable to have any knowledge of this physical body. However, after waking up, we recall this body, our relations and possessions. In the same manner, when we are in these three states, awake, sleep, and dreamless sleep, we are unable to directly perceive our inner self and God. The saints tell us that there is yet a fourth state of consciousness called Turya, which is above the others, a spiritual state. In this state, we can directly perceive our own nature and know the divine. Guru Nanak Dev affirms, when there is union between the soul and God, suffering is eliminated. This union occurs by the grace of God. Once the mind is in God, then death or call cannot harm a person. Swami Santseviji, in order to have direct knowledge of the divine, Guru Nanak teaches that it is necessary to have a path. Such a path is only found through association with a saint or spiritual preceptor. Without this help, it is not possible to have direct knowledge of the divine. Concerning this knowledge, Guru Nanak proclaims, Dear ones, without the spiritual preceptor, knowledge and the means for attaining this knowledge cannot be obtained. Swami Santseviji Maharaj from the book The Harmony of All Religions. The following is more recently published a satsang discourse of Baba Ram Singh. Kabir says the musk is in the deer, but it seeks it not within itself. It wanders in quest of grass. Baba Ram Singh, Kabir Sahib gives an example of how we are going about our lives. It is like the musk deer. The musk deer has musk within itself, but this fragrance of the musk, it doesn't know that it is emanating from itself. Instead, it searches at different places to try and locate where that fragrance is coming from. Like that, God Almighty is residing within us. But then the people, the jivas, the souls, try to search for that God Almighty outside, in the mountains, in the caves, in pilgrimages, and in other forms of outer worship. At the time of meditation, that is what the masters explain as how to go within this temple 
that has been created by God, this temple, our body, our human form, how we go within and then how we manifest God Almighty within. That is what is explained at the time of initiation. God Almighty is within this human form and whoever has manifested God Almighty has done so by going within. Nobody has been able to manifest God Almighty on the outside. So like the flower has a fragrance or the musk deer has the fragrance of musk within itself. But without effort, one is not able to get the benefit of that. One is not able to get it. So the path to do that is contained within this human life form, where with the teachings of the masters, we leave the nine doors of the sense organs and come to the tenth door, the seat of the soul, the third eye. And with the grace of the Master, we are able to see for ourselves, our soul, and jyoti, or light, within. So Kabir Sahib says that despite God Almighty being within, every human being, every human form, why is it that a human doesn't manifest God Almighty? And why is it such a rare thing? That is because they have not met and attained Satguru. They have not met a true Satguru who shows them the path. Because outwardly there are many gurus who teach different things from Ashtanga Yoga to austerities, different types of austerities, or people go to pilgrimages or undertake fasting and do other such rites and rituals. But these are outward, and it is only a true Satguru who shows, who reveals the real path to go within and manifest God Almighty. Baba Ram Singh, taken from a satsang discourse, a collection of satsang discourses, volume 13, published August of 2022. Some mystic poetry of Sant Nam Dev. I wandered through the cosmos in search of the treasure, but found it within me. Sant Nam Dev, they look everywhere except within. What shall I do? The world sees, yet is blind. It has forsaken bliss and runs after earthly pursuits. It idolizes stones and slaughters divine beings, adores and worships that which has no life. The living are sacrificed at the altar of the lifeless. The world sees yet continues to waste precious life. The beloved is within the courtyard, but they worship him outside. They worship stone and get caught in duality. Says Namdev, wake up, worship the Lord in spirit, not these stones. 
favorite Bhakti poet saints, Sant Namdev. Just commenting on the vegetarian aspect of this, since vegetarianism is one of the ethical foundations to even qualify for initiation in Sant Mat. And that's generally been true throughout the ages in the serious schools of mysticism throughout the ages, East and West. Those who advocate rising above body consciousness, ascending through the heavens with visionary and auditory mysticism. That's what I mean by the serious schools of mysticism. They've all been, East and West, vegetarians or vegans. Vegan is actually more of a modern term, an upgrade to vegetarian ethics. But East and West, Gnostics, Cathar initiates, the inner circle of the Manichaeans, the Jesus movement, the Sants of India, the Sufi order founded by Jaaladin Rumi as well, have been vegetarian, East and West, for centuries and centuries. One has to be a vegetarian and living a low karma, peaceful, non-violent way of life just to begin. Sant Namdev says, The world sees yet is blind. It has forsaken bliss and runs after earthly pursuits. It idolizes stones and slaughters divine beings. That's, of course, referring to killing animals, eating flesh. Wrapping up today's Spiritual Awakening Radio podcast, a couple of verses on vegetarianism. This is from Charles Fillmore, the founder of the Unity School of Christianity, once upon a time. I can say about flesh eating that the Spirit has shown me repeatedly that I could not refine my body and make it a harmonious instrument for the soul so long as I continued to fill it with the cells of dead animals, unquote. And finally, a Pythagorean saying, often quoted in ancient times, including quoted by some Stoics, and actually St. Basil the Great has a similar saying. This is from a textbook on the golden verses of Pythagoras. A light, meatless diet sharpens one's spiritual perception, while a diet containing meat weighs the soul down. Well, for more information on the path of the masters, the path of Santmat, sometimes referred to also as Radha Swami, the Lord of the Soul, initiation, vegetarian ethics, and other ethical precepts, visit the following page of my website, the Sant Mat tab of spiritualawakeningradio.com. Click on Sant Mat, and you'll have a whole page there, many different sections about the path of the Masters, its teachings, its ethics, initiation, Lots of information there. It's my introductory page to the path of Santmat. 
the Sant section of my website, spiritualawakeningradio.com. My name is James Bean. Thanks for joining me today for this podcast of Spiritual Awakening Radio, a Sant Satsang podcast titled The Dangers of Confirmation Bias and Spiritual Complacency. My email address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. This program is heard at YouTube, all of the podcast apps, sites, venues out there. And I hope you'll join me next time for another edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio.